Welcome back to Podcast 75 of 2022. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. So, my friends, as promised, I was going to talk about the Big Ten college basketball season. Give you a nice little preview here. Uh, Worked hard on college basketball thus far. I put an article out on college basketball changes of pace at theoddsbreakers.com, new coaches and how the pace of those teams should be uh, adjusted. And I might even have a podcast about that as well. I think it's very important, uh, as you know, as pace changes, it also changes the spread on the handicap, more possessions to either gain points or lose points against better or worse teams. And obviously it changes the totals because the more possession, the more points scored, the less possessions, the less points scored just in general. All right, then let's just get right into our Big Ten preview. And I will have two plays for the Big Ten regular season for two of these teams. So my number one team, I'm not going to start from the back. Too boring. We're starting right from the start. Uh, The number one team in the Big Ten coming back right now, and I do agree with most of the consensus out there, is Indiana, the Hoosiers. I have them about 14 points better than the average team right there. I probably would not put them in the top 10. (laughs) Um, There's plenty of power ratings out there. There's plenty of efficiency ratings. Ken Palm, Bartorvik, Haslametrics. Uh, I don't think any of them have Indiana being a top team either. The Big Ten, lots of question marks this year. Not the greatest recruiting over the past few years, yet they always, well, most of the time, last year wasn't the greatest year, but most of the time they beat expectations. So keep that in mind. Ken Palm rating is 12, 12th best team. Three returning starters. Mike Woodson, still the coach, uh, is doing a great job there. Last year the team was pretty dang good their only losses this year are parker stewart at guard 6.2 uh, points per game 2.1 rebounds one assist and rob Finnessy, who was hurt a lot at uh, guard 4.5 points per game 2.1 rebounds per game 1.7 assists per game their three-year recruiting average ranks 21st in the nation uh, transfers in they have this kid named, and by the way, I'm going to botch a lot of names here. Don't get on me too much for it. Um, Hogan Orabau, sophomore from Louisville, is a transfer in. Last year, the Hoosiers were 21 and 14. Their conference record was 9 and 11. So most of these teams had easier non conferences in general. And then when conference play happened, <laughs> It got real, let's just say. Uh, against the spread, Indiana was good last year. 20 for 15 against the spread. So there you go. Um, good bet on team last year was Indiana. I, I believe a lot of that was early and later in the season. Schedule this year, hard. They have to play Kansas. They have to play North Carolina and Xavier. Xavier's uh, looked at as a good team coming in this year. 
rookies, Caleb Banks, a freshman, uh, Sean Burke, well, more freshman, uh, forward in there, and uh, Sean Burke's a guard. Caleb Banks was the forward. CJ Gunn, freshman guard. Jalen Hood, Shafino, freshman guard. Malik Renault, freshman forward. My projected starters, Xavier Johnson at point guard, Trey Galloway at shooting guard, Miller Cop at small forward, Jalen Hood, Shafino, I hear, is doing well at power forward, and Trey Staxon Davis is back, baby, to start at center. So he's important key. If Jalen Hood, Shafino, a five-star recruit, shows up well this season, this team is going to be very dangerous. Their odds to win the Big Ten are only 3.5 to 1, though. So, and this is regular season, not tournament. So, um, my take is very solid recruiting, very solid returning production. I would say this team has the balance of both. My number two team is the Fighting Illini. 12.5 is my power rating, and Ken Palm only has them number 33. So, Ken Palm does not have them second in the Big Ten. Coach Brad Underwood is back. Um, key losses, and this is probably why they're ranked lower. You have Coffee Cockburn that's been there forever. Uh, it averaged 21 points per game, 10.6 rebounds. He was the whole team down low. Um, Alfonso Plummer, a guard, is gone. Um, Trent Frazier, guard, at 11.6 points per game. Uh, Jacob Grandison, Andre C- uh, Curbelo transferred out, and Demonte Williams. So they lost a lot, but they also have some very good transfers in. Um, Dane Danger, a sophomore forward from Baylor, and Matthew Mayer, who is fantastic on that championship team for Baylor, is transferring into Illinois too. Terrence Shannon, a senior guard from Texas Tech, is coming in as well. So not a I mean, that's replacing a decent amount. Now Kaufburn's impossible to replace, but you know, we'll see what happens here. 23 and 10 last year against the spread or in the conference record, they tied Wisconsin at the very end. As you remember, Wisconsin choked, Wisconsin and Illinois won 15 and 5, tied Wisconsin for the regular season, but they were only 13 and 20 against the spread. They are always favored high and barely winning or sometimes not winning at all. Their schedule this year, medium hard UCLA, Texas, and Syracuse. You know, I had to say that medium hard. I don't see any North Carolinas. I don't see Kentucky. I don't see Tennessee. I don't see Duke. So I'm okay with medium hard here. Um, new uh, kids coming in. Sky Clark, freshman guard. Jaden Epps, freshman guard. Sincere Harris, freshman guard. Ty Rogers, freshman guard. And Paxton Warden, a freshman guard. Projected starters. I got Sky Clark at point guard. Uh, he's been looking good so far. Terrence Shannon. The transfer, I have him <clears throat> at shooting guard. I have Ty Rogers uh, coming in, returning to the team as small forward. I have Matthew Mayer from Baylor as uh, power forward. Coleman Hawkins returning. I have him at center. And your special players, like I say, Sky Clark and uh, Matthew Mayer, I suppose, right now. But, you know, we'll see who picks it up during the season. Odds to win the Big Ten. 550. Okay. So this team, not the greatest odds to win the Big Ten, but I love the transfers in 
and the recruiting is very good. They just don't have the returning production like Indiana has. But I'm going to take a shot for them at plus 550 for a half unit to win the Big Ten regular season. It's still Illinois. Um, they still have great recruits. Their scoring offense last year was 83rd in the nation at 74.4. Their scoring defense, 115th in the nation, 67.2. Uh, I also kind of look at it is that Coffee Cockburn was such a big part of the team inside. A lot of players just stood around when uh, they passed him the ball. I almost feel like the flow of this team could be a little bit better uh, without Coffee. So, even though returning production isn't bad, I love Matthew Mayer coming into this team. Next team is the Michigan Wolverines. My power rating is 10.5 points better than the average team. Ken Palm ranking is 26. They only have one returning starter. Juwan Howard is back at coach. Tra- uh, key losses. Eli Brooks, guard, 12.8 points per game, 3.7 rebounds per game, 2.9 assists per game. Devontae Jones, Guard 10.3 points per game, 4.5 rebounds per game, 4.6 assists per game. And Caleb Houston, forward, 10.1 points per game, 4 rebounds per game, 1.4 assists per game. Musa Diabate, forward, 9 points per game, 6 rebounds per game, and 0.8 assists per game. So, Brandon Johns, I guess you can throw in too, but he was more of a role player. This team has a couple good transfers in. Joey Baker, a senior guard from Duke. You know, not, he's not NBA Duke, but he's good player Duke. And uh, Jalen uh, Llewellyn, senior transfer from Princeton. This team was 19 and 15 last year. Just a very big disappointment. Even though they went 11 and 9 in conference play, they were just really bad in the non-conference too. And Michigan was a strange team because... Hunter Dickinson came back, and he we, we put him as the best player in the whole nation, not just the Big Ten, but the guard play was just so bad. Um, that's why they were only 11-9 in conference play, and 15-19 for 19 against the spread. They were a losing bet last year. This year, they have a hard schedule, North Carolina, Virginia, and Kentucky. So there you go. Um Rookies this year, Jet Howard, freshman forward. Glenn, or sorry, Greg Glenn the third, freshman forward. Yusef Kayat, freshman forward. Doug McDaniel, freshman guard. Terrace Reed, freshman guard. Will Shetter, freshman forward. This is my projected starters. I have Jalen Llewellyn at point guard. Kobe Bufkin back at shooting guard. Jet Howard at small forward. Uh, and he's a the big, obviously, recruit. Terrence Williams I have at power forward, and I have Hunter Dickinson, of course, at center. Uh, Joey Baker is probably like a sixth man that transfer from Duke, I believe. This could all change, by the way. So 450 plus 4.5 to 1 is not great odds to win the Big Ten when you only are returning Hunter Dickinson again and you still have all those questions at guard play. I am not so sure that Juwan Howard is a great coach. The transfers in was just okay. It wasn't as good as what Illinois did. So I am definitely concerned for this team. By the numbers last year, scoring offense 72.6, 131st in the nation. That defense was horrible. 69.4 points per game, 183rd in the nation. 
So three-point percentage was bad too, 339 at 172nd in the nation. That's not cutting it. Uh, just their number per game was 6.3, 280th in the nation for, for, for uh, three-pointers as well. So this Michigan team, definitely not what I thought they would be last year coming in. And once again, I'm not so sure. They do have great recruiting, though. I think the fact that they average uh, ninth in recruiting over the past three years could put them over the hump. But recruits are are what they are. Some turn out, some don't. So I have them as my third best team in the Big Ten. But at 4.5 to 1, that's even worse than Illinois. I'll be passing on taking them to win the Big Ten. Next team in my rankings is the Ohio State Buckeyes. 10 points better than the average team. I I think that Ohio State is a little bit underrated. Ken Palm's got them number 32. Um, they have two returning starters. Chris Holtman is still their coach right there. They lost EJ Liddell. Now, he was massive. You know, he was kind of like the coffee cockburn of this team. 19.4 points per game, 7.9 rebounds, 2.5 assists per game. Uh, Malachi Branham, they lost 13.7 points per game, 3.6 rebounds per game, 2 assists per game. Uh, Kyle Young, a great role player, 8.2 points per game, 5 rebounds per game. He was hurt a little bit last year anyway. Jamarley Wheeler, and uh, 7 points per game. And Justin Aarons at 4.8 points per game. So they got a ton of transfers in, which I like. Tanner Holden, senior guard from Wright State. Isaac Likely, I think he's awesome. A transfer from Oklahoma State. He was such a hard player last couple years. I was a big fan of Isaac Likely. Uh, Sean McNeil, guard transfer from West Virginia. Owen Spencer, uh, junior forward transfer from the Citadel. Uh, looks like Seth Towns is gone too. I missed that one. Uh, 2021-22 record, 20-12. and 12, Very good team. Conference record, 12-8. and eight, And they're against the spread trends. We're 16 for 16. I think they did really well in the non-conference. Came in, got stuck hit in the face a little bit by the Big Ten, but then, you know, kind of held their own. Their schedule this year is hard, though. Duke, North Carolina, and San Diego State are their uh, big non-conference games here. So uh, definitely hard. But you got to love the recruits. Colby Ballman, freshman guard. uh, Kalen Etzer, freshman forward. Roddy uh, Gale, freshman guard. Bowen Hardman, freshman guard. Felix Okpara, freshman center. Bryce Sensabo, freshman forward. Bruce Thornton, freshman guard. They got a lot of them. Some lots of four stars right there as well. So they recruited pretty well. Their average recruiting is 34 over the past three years. Last year was just really good. Um, just some awesome freshmen, freshmen coming in because they ranked eighth in 2022. So it's kind of exciting times for the uh, for Ohio State. And my starting uh, five, Isaac Likely, Likely at point guard, he is going to be fantastic. For this team, Sean McNeil, I have is the transfer at a uh, shooting guard. You know, I think Sean McNeil from West Virginia starts. I got Eugene Brown back at small forward, and you still have Justice Suing there at power forward, and you have Zed Key, big man, at center. 
I think Tanner Holden is going to be the sixth man. And those young kids are going to be possibly special. So with Ohio State, with Lykically leading this team, I like their chances just as much as anybody else, really. There's probably about four or five teams, yeah, at least maybe six teams, that I think can win this thing for in the Big Ten. It's Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio State, Purdue. Um, and I'm not really big into Michigan State, Maryland, and Iowa this year, or Wisconsin. So, you know, any of those teams, but I'll take the two bigger spreads, 11-1 to for Ohio State to win this thing. I also like the fact they're uh, 35th in field goal percentage last year. Um, Pretty decent defense, better than they've been in the past. Uh, So why not throw a half unit on Ohio State at 11-1 and Illinois at 5.5-1 to win the Big Ten regular season? Next team, we have the Purdue Boilermakers. I have them nine points better than the average team. Ken Palm rating is 25th, so they're actually uh, second in Ken Palm's ratings. No, actually, they're third. Iowa's 23rd for some reason. Um, The returning starters are two. Uh, Their key losses, and you're going to notice this key loss thing in the Big Ten has been huge this year, and that's why I don't have the Big Ten or anybody doesn't have the Big Ten ranked in the top ten right now. Jaden Ivey, he's a beast. Went right to the pros. He's a guard, 17.3 points per game, 4.9 rebounds per game, 3.1 assists per game. He was a man amongst boys playing basketball last year. And then Travion Williams, the dude that's been there for like 10 years as a forward, big like 6'10 man, was just really clutch in the third. I'm sorry, in the second half. Um was big for this team 7.4 rebounds per game 12 points per game he kind of disappeared from time to time and Sasha Stefanovic uh guard 10.4 points per game he was their three-point master 2.5 rebounds per game Eric Hunter guard at six points per game and Isaiah Thompson at four points per game transfers in David Jenkins senior guard from Utah not a lot of transfers in uh, they have some freshmen, Will Berg, freshman center, uh, Camden Hyde, freshman forward, Trey Kaufman-Wren, freshman forward, Sam King, freshman forward, and a few others. So the big returning star for this team is seven-foot center Zach Eady, right? And he's the guy that made me almost bet Purdue. <laughs> I mean, the the problem with Matt Painter last year, he, he didn't use him enough. It's almost like when Zach Eady was in the game, this Purdue team was much better than they were when he was out. And it blew my mind why. I'm like, why are you guys not using Zach Eady more? Um, he If he got a lot better, it could be Purdue taking home the Big Ten regular season title. And the only reason I didn't is because I didn't think they'd get a lot of help uh, transfers in, and I didn't think they're – Recruits were the greatest. They rank 39th in recruiting over the last three years. Now, maybe that turns out for them. But I have Braden Smith as their starting point guard. David Jenkins, the transfer that I just uh, said from Utah, as a shooting guard. Brandon Newman is back at small forward. Mason Gillis back uh, starting at power forward. And Zach Eady at center. And their sixth man is probably Will Berg, the freshman center. <laughs> you know, I hope they run the uh, team through 
80 this year, really. But you never know. Last year, 79.4, 15th in the nation in scoring offense. But a lot of that was the guys that left. Jaden Ivey, Travion Williams, Sasha Stefanovic, Eric Hunter, you know. So I worry about that. Scoring defense, eh, 150th in the nation, 68.4. Their field goal percentage was fantastic, 49%. Uh, percent bringing seventh in the nation because of ED, really. Their three-point percentage, pretty good, 71st in the nation out of 357 teams. So uh, I think that this team could be really good. It's just all about Zach ED and the rest of the guys you know, coming around. They're 7-1 to one to win the Big Ten. So instead of them, I grabbed the Ohio State really at 11-1. to one. So I don't have a problem if you play Purdue um, at 7-1 to one to win the Big Ten, possibly. Next team I have is the Michigan State Spartans. 7.5 points better than the average team. Tom Izzo is back at coach. Uh, key losses, Gabe Brown. 11.6 points per game, 3.8 rebounds per game. Marcus Bingham, 9.3 points per game, 6.3 rebounds per game. Max Christie, 9.3 points per game, 3.5 rebounds per game. And Julius Marble, 6.4 points per game, 3.3 rebounds per game. Transfers in, just one. Jason Whitens from uh, Western Michigan, a senior guard. Uh, last year. 23 and 13, pretty good record. Conference record just 11 and 9 against the spread. They were 19 and 17. Okay. And I forgot to mention that Purdue was terrible against the spread 15, 21 and 1. It's because they just had such big expectations with Ivy and, you know, ED and Travion Williams and stuff. So just forgot to mention that. Now, Sparty has a very tough schedule. I mean, super hard. They have to play Gonzaga. They have to play Kentucky, the number one team. I think the number one and two teams in the nation, Alabama, which is top 20, and Notre Dame. My goodness, they have it very hard. And rookies, Carson Cooper, freshman center. Trey Juwan Holloman, freshman guard. Jackson Kohler, freshman forward. Nick Sanders, freshman guard. Three-year recruiting average for Michigan State only ranks 39th. They haven't been recruiting the same. I have Tyson Walker as my point guard. A.J. Hoggard is my uh, shooting guard. Joey Hauser's back. <laughs> Dude's been there for a while now. Um, I think he's more of a disappointment at small forward. And you have Malik Hall back at power forward. And Jackson Kohler, I put at, uh, at center. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not so sure that this team is good yet yeah, it's it's weird tom Izzo was always the guy that got all the credit but i'm starting to shy away from him a little bit i guess the special players would be malik hall and tyson walker this year we'll see but man just not enough transfers in in my opinion this time of year or this age right the transfer portal age they're 142nd in scoring offense and Scoring defense, 69th, or sorry, 170th, 69 points per game. They didn't do anything real that, that well, and they couldn't shoot last year. 183rd and three-point field goals. Um, just uh, couldn't really shoot. And I mean, they played pretty good defense from time to time, but they also quit, it seemed. Uh, 
So that certainly worried me. They turned the ball over 12.8 turnovers per game, 190th that ranks. I mean, the recruiting's taking a big hit. And if they can't shoot, they're just going to be bad again. Their odds to win the Big Ten are 7.5 to 1. Are you kidding me? And that's all because of the name Tom Izzo. You know, we'll see what these rookies can do. But right now, they were just average in the Big Ten. They started off the season pretty well. But I just don't see anything that's going to put them ahead. The Illinois, the Michigans, the Indianas uh, this year, unless all of a sudden Joey Hauser can shoot like uh, the lights out guy that through Marquette that they thought they were getting in the transfer a couple years ago. Next team we have is the Maryland Terrapins, six points better than the average team. Ken Palm ranking is 56th, returning starters two. Uh, this is the only team in the Big Ten with a new coach. Kevin Willard comes over from Seton Hall to try to turn this team around. Um, tons of transfers this year. They have key losses of Fats Russell, 15.1 points per game. Eric Ayala, 14.7 points per game. Probably the heart and soul of this team over the past few years. Kudis Wahab, forward, 7.7 points per game, 5.6 rebounds per game. Xavier Green, guard, 2.3 points per game. Transfers in. Um, Don Carey, senior from Georgetown, guard. Uh, Patrick uh, Emelian, senior forward, transfer from St. Francis, Brooklyn. Jahari Long, junior guard, transfer from Seton Hall. Jameer Young, senior transfer from Charlotte. This team was 15 for 17 last year. 15 wins, 17 losses. Uh, conference terrible. 7 for 13 against the spread bad. 14 for 18. Losing bet last year. Their schedule this year, medium hard. St. Louis, Louisville, and Tennessee. <laughs> Man, I, I'd almost call that medium. Well, St. Louis is actually ranked really high this year, so never mind. That's probably medium hard because of that. And Tennessee's awesome. Man, Tennessee, good football and good basketball. Um, rookies, Noah uh, Batchelor, freshman guard, Ike Cornish. I love that name, Cornish, freshman guard. And uh, Calum Swanton-Roger, freshman center. My projected starters, uh, Jameer Young, the transfer at point guard. Don Carey, transfer at shooting guard. Hakeem Hart's back at small forward. Donta Scott is back at uh, power forward, and he's their big returning guy. Patrick Amillion at center. Sixth man is probably Jahari Young. <sighs> Special players, I put uh, Hakeem Hart and uh, Jameer Young and Donta Scott. So this team is really built of transfers again with a new coach coming in, right? I mean, I can tell you that their scoring offense was 173rd in the nation at 70 points. Scoring defense, 70.7, 217th. But, I mean, there's just so many different faces and a new coach. Not super interested in that part of it. I know that the pace should stay roughly the same with the new coach. Their pace kind of matched each other. Um, to be honest with you, Willard was kind of up and down some years at Seton Hall. He was kind of unpredictable on how he ran his pace. It just depended upon his squad, I guess. Can Kevin Willard have some success? It's all about the transfers this year, in my opinion. They are, to win the Big Ten, 40-1. to 1. So, definitely getting good odds uh, for them to win the Big Ten, if you like Maryland. Iowa. 
I have them as the next team in the Big Ten, ranking sixth as well. So probably tied with Maryland, really. Seventh or eighth uh, best team. C3, four, five, six, seventh is Maryland. Eighth is Iowa in the Big Ten. Uh, Ken Palm ranking 23rd. So Ken Palm really likes them. I don't. Returning starters, two. Coach Fran McCaffrey is back. The key losses were Keegan Murray. I mean, he was, went pro immediately. Awesome player. Uh, 23.5 points per game. 8.7 rebounds per game. And then Jordan Bohannon, the guy that's been there for years. 11 points per game. The three-point shooter there. Joe Toussaint, the guard at 4.3 points per game. Three key guys they lost. Transfers in only Dante Eldridge, junior guard from Juco School. They were nice 26 and 10 last year, 12 and 8 in the conference. And against the spread, they are fantastic 22 and 14 because when they beat teams, they beat them by a lot due to their high pace. So keep that in mind. They're going to have high pace again. Their schedule is medium hard. They got Duke, Clemson, and Seton Hall. So find it really interesting <laughs> playing uh, Duke and Clemson this year. Let's see here. Rookies. Uh, DeSante Brown, freshman guard. Josh Dix, freshman guard. Dante Eldridge, junior, that transfer I was talking about from Juco. Carter Kingsbury, freshman guard. Um, Amarian Nimmers, freshman guard. My projected starters for now. Aaron Ulis is back at point guard. Tony Perkins back at shooting guard. Patrick McCaffrey still there. He's going to be a small forward, and Chris Murray should be the power forward. He's back. And Philip Rebraca at center. Um, Peyton Sanford could be a sixth man coming in this year. I think it's all up in the air, really. Patrick McCaffrey, I guess, and Chris Murray would be their special players. <sighs> Tough for me to predict, project this team. I just keep seeing Keegan Murray and Jordan Bohannon and Joe Toussaint being gone, and that's what's got me low on them. And they're six to one to big to win the Big Ten. I wouldn't bet that. Um, they have to prove it to me again. Although I have been wrong on Iowa and Wisconsin before. They were fifth in the nation in scoring offense, eighty three point two points per game, um, but terrible on defense. 233rd, allowing 71.2 points per game because of the high pace. What I care about is the three-point percentage. 62nd in the nation, 46.1. That actually, if that was better, they would have been a much better team. Field goal defense, 199th. So their defense kind of suffered a little bit, being more of an offensive perspective type team. They're great again with turnovers, though. They would not turn over the ball. Ranking fourth in the nation, only 9.2 turnovers per game. So keep that in mind. Uh, lost their best players. I disagree with Ken Palm, but who knows? The Big Ten is mostly a crapshoot this year. The next team is my Wisconsin Badgers, ninth in the Big Ten. Power rating 5.5 points, better than the average. Ken Palm ranking 55th. Returning starters, only two. Greg Gard is back. Key losses, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> when he was good, they were beating everybody. When he had a bad game, they would lose to crap 
teams that Iowa State lost in the t- in the tournament really really bugged me. Jonathan Davis looked terrible, and Brad Davidson's a key loss, who was unfortunately going to be remembered for his flopping. And some of it I didn't like. I understand it's kind of part of the game now, but it's just an ugly part of the game, in my opinion. It, it kind of feels like complaining for pass interference in football. P.I., the ugly part of football, right? So transfers in, Max Klesmit, junior guard from Wofford. That could be good. Kamari McGee, um, sophomore guard transfer from Green Bay. They were 25-8 and eight last year. They blew away my expectations because of Johnny Davis. Their conference record, 15-5, and five, tying Illinois to win the regular season and against the spread, 17-16. for 16. They're just very hot and cold last year. Um, medium schedule, Stanford, Dayton, and Marquette. Man, I almost call that an easy schedule. I guess Dayton's ranked really high, though. And so that's why I wrote medium. And their starting is Chucky Heckburn back at point guard. If he can shoot better and not turn the ball over this year, He's going to be wonderful. Um, I got Max Klesman to transfer in at shooting guard. I got either Carter Gilmore or Jordan Davis at small forward. Probably a lot of rotation. Um, Jordan Davis, the twin of Johnny Davis, but not even close to the basketball player Johnny Davis was, at least not now. Hopefully he takes that step forward. Tyler Wall. And Wally, I hear, is having a great offseason, beating everybody, looking good. I hope so. And center, I got Stephen Crawl. Um, he's going to be starting at center. Kamari McGee is the sixth man I put, and special players, all I know is Tyler Wall right now. So, rookies, Ross uh, Kendalino, freshman guard, Connor Asigian, freshman guard, Isaac Gard, I believe that's Greg Gard's like nephew or son, freshman guard, uh, Luke Hurdle, freshman guard and Chris Hodges freshman guard so last year couldn't score a lot 203rd of the nation allowing 69.9 points per game but their scoring defense was decent 73rd in the nation only allowing 66 per game field goal percentage was horrible ranking 272nd in the nation at 42.2 you know this team got by defense a lot of smoke and mirrors last year and just being the first team in the nation at turning the ball over 8.7 per game that was what won them games. They didn't turn the ball over. And they're just well-rounded when it came to that. But, you know, this team's going to be very young coming in this year. I would love to be wrong about them, but um, I was wrong last year. I had them projected almost last. Lots of new faces again. I just don't see who's stepping up yet. Just not enough information for me. Um, their odds to win the Big Ten are 18-1. to Completely disagree with that. Next team is Penn State. My power rating is 5.25 points better than the average team. Ken Palm has him 46th. Um, returning starters, three. Micah Shrewsbury's back. He was a new guy last year, if you remember. Uh, key losses, Sam Sessions, 11.6 points per game. John Harar. 10.6 points per game, 10 rebounds. He's a big rebounding guy. And Greg Lee, uh, 6.1 points per game, 5.5 rebounds per game. Transfers in. Andrew Funk from Bucknell and Michael Henn, a senior forward from Denver. This team was 14 and 17 last year. 
got a little sneaky at times. Their conference record was 7 for 13, but their against the spread was fantastic. They were 19 and 12. Maybe the best ATS team last year was Penn State. They kind of took that dog roll really well, you know, and uh, they look good. I I think this is going to be one of those situations where they look really good early in the season because their schedule is easy. Butler, Furman, and Clemson is really their non-conference tough games, you know, and would you really even call that tough? No. Yeah. I mean, they're going to come in with guns of blazons to the big 10 and then maybe that's the time to fade them. I don't know. Uh, come January, but they have some freshmen, Demetrius Lilly, uh, freshman forward, Jameel Brown, freshman guard, Kanye Clary, freshman guard, Ivan McAfee, freshman guard, and I project the starters, Jalen Pickett at point guards comes back, and Miles Dredd, God, back again. <laughs> Greg Lee should be their small forward. Seth Lundy back at power forward. Michael Henn, the transfer from Denver, I have at center. And six-man, probably Dalion Johnson. He's back. Special players would be Seth Lundy and Jalen Pickett. Just kind of like I said, um, I think this team looks really good in the regular season, but you might want to fade them when they hit Big Ten. I don't know. I think that very scrappy again. They could make a run for the tournament if that confidence comes into Big Ten play and they can win like nine or ten games there. You know, that would be really interesting because they're going to have an easy non-conference record now. RPI is not going to be good to them when people are looking at their strength schedule. But, you know, Penn State is number 10 for a reason in my Big Ten power ratings. Minnesota, number 11. I have them five points better than the average team. Ken Palm doesn't like them much. 109th on Ken Palm. Um, Returning starters, I have two returning starters, but there are some transfers. Key losses, Peyton Willis, guard, 15.9 points per game, 4.8 rebounds per game. EJ Stevens, guard, 10.2 points per game. Luke Lowe, 8.1 points per game. You remember how bad Minnesota was last year. Um, I just kind of like what they did. Uh, Taylon Cooper, junior guard from Moorhead State is transferring in. And Dawson Garcia, uh, you know, complained and didn't do well at North Carolina. But, I mean, he was a big recruit and maybe... This is his rejuvenation year. They're 13 and 17 last year, only four and 16 in uh, the conference. So apparently they did well in the non-conference and bad uh, in the conference, 13 for 17 against the spread. Their schedule at least here, same thing with Penn State, very easy. Virginia Tech and DePaul are their toughest games. We'll see what Virginia Tech becomes. They weren't good the last year or so. Rookies, Jaden Henley, uh, freshman forward. Joshua Ola Joseph, freshman forward. Farrell Payne, freshman forward. And Ben Johnson returns as coach, of course. He was also new last year. Uh, I project Taylon Cooper, the transfer in, to be the starting point guard for Moorhead State. Uh, Braden Carrington should be their shooting guard. Isaiah Ilhin uh, is their small forward. He returns from last year. Power forward, Darson Garcia, you got to throw in there from North Carolina, right? And Jameson Battle uh, should be their center. Their six-man, I'm guessing, 
Trayton Thompson. Uh, Tayline Cooper and Dawson Garcia could be special this year. We'll see. But, you know, this is why I have Minnesota ahead of Rutgers, Nebraska, and Northwestern. It's because there's some potential there. Easy schedule. Last year, scoring offense was only 67th, which was 279th in the nation. And they're scoring defense. They um, 69.2 points, 178th in the nation. They were pretty decent at turnovers, only 9.2 a game. Um, they couldn't rebound. Their rebound margin was minus 6.8. So that was a big problem. So this team could be sneaky. They're 60 to 1 the bit to win the Big Ten. You know, I, I would look at 60 to 1 before Penn State's 40 to 1 if I was going to take a long shot to win the Big Ten. So just interesting there. I don't know enough about Ben Johnson to really bet on him to win the Big Ten. He was. I thought he had nothing to work with last year, but that doesn't mean he's good. So we'll kind of see what happens with Minnesota. Let's move on to Rutgers. Steve Pekeel pounding nails. Well, there's going to be some nails getting pounded into his coffin unless some of these guys step up for this year. He lost a lot. Ron Harper forward 15.8 points per game 5.9 rebounds per game you remember when he was injured how bad this team was and geo baker another legend of Rutgers, is gone uh 12.6 points per game 3.9 assists per game so big changes transfers in cam cam spencer from loyola maryland uh senior guard eh, not sure if he's going to move the needle that much they were 18 and 14 last year, 12 and 8 in conference play. This team was awesome in conference. You know, they had the bad non-conference. Ron Harper was hurt and kind of snuck up on some people during conference. 14, 17, and 1 against the spread. So rookies, they have Antonio uh Cole, freshman forward, Derek Simpson, freshman guard, Antoine Wufolk, freshman forward. Uh, my projected starters, uh, Paul McKay is uh, going to start, in my opinion, returning. Caleb McConnell's still there at shooting guard. I have Dean Ryber moving into the small forward. Andre Hyatt at uh, power forward. And Cliff Omayuri, he's the big returning guy uh, this year. Now, I do have three starters returning. Paul and Dean weren't starters, so... That's how I have them listed. Medium easy schedule, Temple, Miami, and Wake Forest. Wake was pretty good last couple years. Uh, Miami was real good last year. We'll see what happens. Temple wasn't. Uh, the recruiting average is about 77th, so it's not like they're uh, a big recruiting school. Uh, last year, scoring offense, 239th in the nation. They've got by on defense, ranking 96th in the nation on scoring defense. Uh, field goal percentage, 44.5, 143rd in the nation. It's not going to get the job done. They also weren't great on the turnover portion, ranking 75th in the nation, 7th in the Big Ten. I, I'm still thinking an unders team again. I think uh, they're going to have to get by with defense. I really like Clifford Omer-Urie. Paul McKay, he's decent. But I just don't see this team uh, scoring a lot of points once again. So very concerned with Rutgers. I have four, them four points better than the average team. Um, obviously, to win the Big Ten, you're going to get a big number. Well, it's actually not that big, 30 to 1. So uh, they have the Big Ten higher, or sorry, the sports books have 
Rutgers ranked higher in the Big Ten than I do. I have them third to last. And second to last, I have the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They are two points better than the average team. Ken Palm has them 108th. Uh, returning starters to Fred Hoiberg is back. Um, key losses, Bryce McGowan's. He was uh, 16.8 points per game, 5.2 rebounds a game. Uh, Alonzo Verg, uh, or is it Verge? I can't remember. It's 14.5 points per game, 4.5 rebounds per game. Trey McGowan's. So some big losses there. I think that some of their transfers in could help this team. Emmanuel Bandomo, a guard from SMU. Juwan Gary, junior forward transfer from Alabama. Probably used to playing fast. Sam Greisel, senior guard from North Carol- uh, North Dakota State. Blaze Keita, sophomore forward from a JUCO school. This team was 10-22 and 22 last year. Terrible conference record, 14-16. and 16. They were actually pretty good against the spread, though, 18-14. and 14. There was just Their perception was so low, and they would come back in some games. And they actually had a pretty fast pace with Fred Hoiberg. I don't expect that to change. They have a medium-hard schedule. St. John's, Creighton, and Oklahoma. Creighton's supposed to be real good this year. Porter Moser, as you know, at Oklahoma. St. John's, we'll see. But... Um, uh, Nebraska's got a, a, a big long way up, and these transfers have to uh, put up some points if Nebraska's going to be good. Starting, I have point guard Emmanuel Bandomel. I have C.J. Wilcher back at shooting guard. Jawan Gary, the transfer from Alabama. I have a small forward, Derek Walker, is, uh, continues to start at power forward, and Blaze Keita, the transfer from Juco, should be center. Uh, six man, maybe Henry Burt. Not sure about special players. Let's see who turns out. I mean, this team scoring offense 115th in the nation last year at 73.3 points per game, but they're scoring defense allowing 78.5, 339th. That's how bad this defense is, especially when you have a fast pace. So they're getting beat by margin in some of those games. A lot of transfers and too many for me to really get a good gauge, but they are at least better than Northwestern, <laughs> uh, 100-1 to to win the Big Ten regular season for Nebraska. Northwestern is also 100-1, to and a lot of people have them above a couple teams like Minnesota and Nebraska. I have them dead last. Um, I think the loss of Pete Nance is massive, 14.6 points per game, 6.5 rebounds per game. Ryan Young, center, 9 points per game, 4.2 rebounds per game. Ryan Greer at guard, 3.9 points per game, 1.9 rebounds per game. This team ranks 70th on Ken Palm. I only have them 1.25 points better than the average team, so at least I have every Big Ten team above average. I just don't have none like in the top of the NCAA. They do have a lot of returning starters, at least. Boo Booey is returning at the point guard. Chase Audidge, Ty Berry, Robbie Baran. And then I believe the transfer uh, from UTEP, uh, Titus Verhoeven, senior forward. He should probably be playing the center. Their special player is Boo Booey. But I just you know don't think that they can make up for the big losses there, and they don't recruit all that well. 84.33 is their recruiting average the last three years. I mean, 
Northwestern being the smart kid school is always going to struggle in this department. They were seven and thirteen in conference, fifteen and sixteen overall, thirteen, sixteen and one against the spread. So they what they did last year is they started out extremely well in the non conference. Everyone thought they were serious and going to make the NCAA tournament, and then a Big Ten play they got killed for a long time, all the way through up probably mid February. Then people started betting on them again, and then started they they started kind of moving back up. But they have an easy schedule this year, at least. They have DePaul and Pittsburgh. You know, that's really it for their non-conference. So once again, very easy non-conference schedule. Some rookies, Luke Hunger, freshman, Nick Martelli, freshman, and Blake Smith, a freshman last year. 120th in the nation in scoring at 73 points, but giving up 69.9 on defense, 139th in the nation. Definitely worse during conference play. Their field goal percentage very low, 42.7, only ranking 253rd. This team just, once they hit Big Ten play, completely took a dive. And they weren't even that bad at turnovers, 11th in the nation, 9.8 per game. They just couldn't score, and they couldn't play good enough defense in a tough Big Ten. That's what really happened. So let's see if anything changes I don't know enough information about these new guys coming in, or I don't think that any of them but Boo Boo is all that good. So we'll see what happens with Northwestern. Right now, they are my last Big Ten team. But in summary, this is like a different process than it was four or five years ago. There's just so many transfers coming in. You try to gauge some of their seniority and some of their experience coming to each team. You know, with a grain of salt, it, you also have to look at the recruits and see who's going to kind of uh, make it. There, there's four-star recruits and some teams that are doing better than the five-star recruits, and they're going to start over them. It's just that's how college basketball has kind of evolved. So to recap my plays, I'm going to take Illinois at plus 550 to win the regular season, and I'm going to take Ohio State at plus 1100 or 11-1 to win the Big Ten regular season. I just did a massive article, as I stated earlier on pace changes i might be doing a podcast five sometime this week uh to do that it would actually be early next week hopefully coming out monday morning on just the general uh, college basketball change of pace i hope you enjoyed the show if you have any questions feel free to tweet us at the odds breakers have a great rest of your week and go get some winners <laughs>